Yo! Stop your grinning and drop your linen. Found them. They're alive? Unknown. It looks like all of them. Over at the processing station. Sub-level three, under the main cooling towers. Looks like a goddamn town meeting. Let's saddle up, Epom. Aye, sir. This is Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast. Hi, welcome to Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast. This is Ryan, and co-hosting with me today is Dave Gogol. Dave, how you doing, man? Hello, hello. Doing all right. How's it going over there? Good, man. Good. Um, yeah. So it's it's been a been a little bit since uh, seems like it's been a while since we recorded last. Um, Although Jamie did do a Blade Runner uh, episode recently, he just posted, um, and uh, looking forward to listening to that. I haven't uh, had a chance to listen to it yet, but yeah, I haven't yet either. I definitely got to listen to that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to get get started. Um, there's a recent article. I don't know if it originated with Collider or um, if it was from someone else or somewhere else, but. Uh, is basically um, saying that Fox is uh, reportedly reassessing the future of the Alien franchise in the wake of Alien Covenant. Um, and I was sort of, well, I, I don't know if I was sort of surprised, but sort of, I, I, I felt like, you know, there was going to be some reevaluation after Covenant, um, just because it was so polarizing and it really it didn't make it made maybe a, just a little bit over half of what prometheus made that's a that's a pretty big drop even though it was a fairly uh it was a slightly lower budgeted film but uh but still i mean that you know money talks so you know if uh if a, if a movie yes sir fails, you got that right <laughs> so if the movie fails at the box box office like that you know then then <clears> the studios really kind of wake up and Opinion, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter who you are. Once you see that bottom line, things change. Right, right. So, um, yeah, so I just want to, you know, uh, ask you first, what, where do you think Fox is going with this? Where, you know, um, do you want them to continue with this prequel saga? I know, I think you enjoy the Prometheus and Covenant more than me, um, but, uh, but yeah, just, do you, do you want them to continue with Ridley or go in a different direction or, um, uh, so... I even though they've been a mixed bag, like you said, I, I have enjoyed, I guess, maybe it's the potential to enjoy more, the, the good parts, I just, just speak to me maybe now, um, where I am, I do enjoy them, but I would really like to see it concluded, I don't necessarily, it doesn't have to be Ridley, I've gone on record saying before, I love Ridley Scott, Yeah. even some of his weaker stuff, but at this stage, he still has a gift for building um you know universes and uh better worlds. and worlds <laughs> yes i was trying to avoid saying that but oh. i just can't help it at this stage <laughs> yeah. um let him do the visuals build that up and then that's it he still has a huge gift for that because prometheus and covenant are gorgeous yeah and yeah. just um just let him do that, and then any story ideas I had, he has, just let him throw those ideas out there and let people just go, sure, or no. Right, yeah. Because yeah. Covenant was just, it was, as much as I enjoyed it, and we'll watch it again, mm -hmm. it was just too much of a mixed bag. It was him 
you know, kind of going away from what worked for Prometheus and trying to mix and match what he wanted, what the studio wanted, what he thought the fans wanted, and what the fans wanted. It just being this gray bag of hit and misses. Yeah. You know, at least if he has someone just throw ideas at people could kind of work it from there. But I wouldn't blame Fox either. They just went a completely different direction and said, you know what, let's try something else. Right, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I um, I really feel like that's that's what the, they're leaning towards is just let's yeah that's um, that's the the vibe I'm getting yeah um, and uh, yeah I mean I'm, I'm not I don't know about complete reboot but I, I feel like uh, I feel like Prometheus <coughs> and Covenant have been more successful um, not only um, financially but artistically than the AVP films because they you know they did two of those those failed pretty miserably especially <laughs> Requiem Ugh. was just uh, Requiem Ugh. was just awful. But <laughs> oh, I try every year. I usually rewatch the you know the try to rewatch all the movies you know, at least once or twice. Yeah, and I get to Requiem. I'm just like I yeah. I can't. I maybe watch a few minutes of it. Yeah, and I just can't. At least Resurrection, for as bad as it is, I could get through most of it. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, oof. And, you know, I've I've a pretty soft spot for this franchise, obviously, and I just yeah. can't. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> yeah, and actually, um, <clears throat> I I would actually I I think they're all terrible. But you know, I think Requiem is probably the more. If I was going to watch any of the three, that would be the one. Actually, you know, even though I know it's an awful movie, there's just something <laughs> so bad it's good about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like. Um, <laughs> Just one of those super, you know, those cheesy 80s and 90s low-budget sci-fi movies. There's just, uh, you know... Yeah, exactly. It's on a, a Sunday afternoon, you're just relaxing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Eh, all right, I'll watch this. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but... Uh, but but real, just for... Real quick, this is yeah. a random thing, but anyone who has the Alien vs. Predator working on Blu-ray, the bonus features are really cool. Oh, okay. It's, Anyone has it? I'm a used to be a big bonus features guy. It's something I'm eventually gonna uh, write about because I feel it's very uh, under yeah. the radar. There's this cool feature in the Wrecking Blu-ray where it kind of has like a Wayland Utani files thing, and you can go into like each creature and uh, other stuff. I haven't played with it in years, and it kind of does it as if you're, um, you know, working for the company. It's pretty cool. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to that on xenomorphine.com, in case anyone hasn't checked that out. That's a little plug. Can never go wrong with a shameless plug. Yeah, (laughs) shameless plug. But but yeah, but anyways, so AVP was kind of like, you know, a side, you know, alternate universe sort of of thing. But, you know, with Prometheus and Covenant, I mean, this was intended to be you know canonical like what really happened yeah. um and to be fair i really uh, there's ideas and themes and stuff in in prometheus especially and then also in covenant that was i thought were really interesting like could have been really done really well um but uh, I, I just wasn't sure if they fit into an alien in the alien film yeah um i I don't know. I mean, um, and there's parts of them that I love. And actually, um, I won't mention his name, but there was a, a fan who uh, made a 
Alien work print edition, some added scenes, and uh, I thought, or added some deleted scenes back in, and kind of fleshed things out a little bit more. Made it, I thought it made it, the film a little bit more interesting. And that um, Prometheus yeah. work print is a plus. Yeah, yeah. So it was really good. It is. Um, and the only reason I don't want to mention his name is I don't want Fox coming after. Yeah, him. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, uh, but yeah, it is. But it was it's a, something I've wanted to see since I played with the Prometheus um, special features. It's it doesn't fix all the problems, but right, yeah, it's yeah, it's solid. That a really much is. better viewing. You're right. Like, oh wait. Oh, oh okay. Oh, all right. Oh, this is what could have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so there's a part of me that kind of wants to see. Um, then like because it ended on such a cliffhanger, right? And kind of, mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of want to see where they where they go with it, but at the same time, I'm not really sure. I want Ridley Scott to be the one to yeah. be in control. Because um, you you would still make a third movie and kind of pull a Sam Beckett put right once was wrong. You could tweak, you yeah. know the the engineers, you could tweak David creating the the aliens. You can yeah. play with that with some good writing, and then have a fantastic conclusion to this. Yeah, it absolutely, can be done. I There's so. more than enough wiggle room. I mean, it's fucking science fiction. Right. Whatever the <laughs> hell you want. Yeah, yeah. Just work some movie magic, you know. And yeah. The script. Yeah. Script stage, and you know, just. Uh, yeah. I think. Um, because I think the big I mean, big thing it's is it's a that, series about alien man rape. You could make it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah make exactly. It. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I think, and I think the biggest complaint about, or one of the biggest complaints about this whole prequel series has been the uh, the re, um, eliminating the myth- mystery factor to these films and. Uh, or at least to the to the franchise, it, the mystery to like where the yeah. casino came from, um, and I think that's pot. I, I don't know. I feel like it's could still be salvageable, you know, with another. Oh, film. I agree. I think so. Um, so I think that can be repaired. I'm not exactly sure how, but I think there. You know, I talked to Jamie a little bit about it last time we had a episode, but uh, but anyways, yeah, I, I think that that's something that can still be done. So I, I really don't want to just leave it where it's at. Um, you know, cause David is such an interesting character and Michael Fassbender is an awesome actor. And I yeah. you know, love, love watching him in it. And, uh, he just, um, really commands the scenes that he's in. Um, and it'd be really, I yeah, think, he, he's become, David's become one of my, uh, my favorite characters. He's just so yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, no one fingers a flute like him, for yeah. sure. So, <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. that that poor line is going to go down in infamy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> people have a lot, of, a lot of fun with that one for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but uh, <clears throat> but along with that, I wanted to also talk about um whether neil bloomkamp should be um kind of reevaluated by fox as uh someone who could possibly uh direct another 
another alien film. Um, and, uh, you know, I wanted to, you know, talk about the, these short films that he's come out with, with, with Oat Studios. And, uh, you know, I was really surprised by, you know, how well done they were. Um, and I think a lot of people in the, in the fan community, alien fan communities were really, um, pleasantly surprised too. Um, I don't know. what do you think of them? I had no idea what to expect. Like I, I heard, like I follow him on the, on the Twitters and I saw him talk, talking about his studio. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Um, like he's probably just doing this after the whole stuff about, um, you know, his alien project right. going down. I'm like, all right, he's probably just keeping himself busy. He released a teaser. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I watched it. I was like, all right, this was pretty cool. And then the second one was, this is really good. And then I'm like, what yeah. in the hell? <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Especially that last one. What was it? Uh, Zygote with that creepy yeah. human body. With that all, yeah. All creepy. Yeah. That, that sound it made. I was like, oh. oh. I was like, yeah, you know what? I might have to change my opinion on Mr. <laughs> he, I mean, listen, we don't know what the hell we're going to get if he did it. It could be just some fan service nonsense. Right. But, I mean, he... All those um, short films, there's some element of Alien in there, and I could almost, I would almost put money on that. Some of the ideas he had for the, the new Alien movie, he kind of dropped in those little short films. Right. But he needs Foxy, especially if they're reassessing, they need to reassess what they decided with him. I mean, yeah. Phew. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Raka, I mean, it was great to see Sigourney in there. And yes. Anyone, I mean, honestly, I, I just don't understand anyone that thinks Sigourney Weaver can't play Ripley again or can't, you know, go out and kick butt again. It just – it doesn't make sense to me because she looks amazing and she – Yes. She, she could totally um, – she could totally do it for sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, Zygote was just like vintage – aliens slash the thing i mean it was just yeah you know it was so so well done <laughs> such a low, low budget film short film it was just um i i finished watching is like dude fox sign this guy up right now honestly <laughs> like, um pretty you know, much i yeah. would did not expect yeah it was so sci-fi to the help oh yeah and i understand people i mean after seeing you know, people still have Chappie fresh in their minds. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it. Thought it was not. It wasn't a good good film. I feel like Bloom Camps learned from it. Um, yeah, I think so. Even though it was part, I mean, Chappie. You know, overall, I, <laughs> I thought it was decent entertainment. Um, Elysium, I wasn't as uh, as big on. Um, but I mean, District Nine is just a, you know a great film. And I mean, I feel like he's got more of that in him to make great movies again um there's just not enough of a resume to i don't feel like there's a big enough resume to make any kind of definitive statement on it but i really do feel like after seeing these oats films uh, oats studios uh short films that this is a guy that he could i feel like he could really do a great job um i think he deserves yeah he he changed my mind. I don't know if that bridge has been burned or it's not going to be crossed again. Yeah. It, this all might be just a moot point, but if they ever considered it, he'd um, he'd be worth going to. Right. Yeah. Again. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe he lost 
interest now, or maybe he doesn't want to. Maybe if Fox did ask him, he'd say, "You know what? I two years ago I would have been. I was totally on board, and you guys kind of screwed me over. So you know what? Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Thing. Um, yep. It wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah. So. So we'll see. I mean, um, but yeah, after seeing these short films, um, I feel like he would be a nice fresh, um, fresh person to put into the, bring into the franchise. And uh, you know, I I I think. And I, go ahead. Sorry. And I think that's what the um, the franchise needs, regardless of whether they do, um, you know, the sequel. The, to end the, the Covenant Prometheus storyline or they just go some other direction. It needs to be just someone completely right. get get new people in there. I mean, even story-wise, you don't, need, you don't need to do a prequel, a direct sequel. You could do, I mean, there's tons of material. You could use just, even if you just want to reference the older movies, that's yeah. fine. Give me, you know, it'd be nice to see, you know, um, Ripley or David again or whoever, but just give me new. Yeah. Sorry, go now. Yeah. Give me, give me something brand new. Like if you want to do something familiar, maybe with the Marines, which the fans are, we're beyond clamoring for to see them again. Um, yeah. Even if they're just a little supporting thing, I mean, you could set it in between um, Alien and Aliens or even Aliens and Alien Three with them. Searching for this thing again. Yeah. I mean, you could do some sort of aliens homeworld type thing, which I've been dying to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, we mentioned it briefly in um, in one of the the threads in the bulletin. I mean, we haven't seen the alien hive in how long? Yeah. It's like one of the coolest additions to the franchise. Yeah. That was, we haven't seen it how long? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, with today's special effects and everything, you know, freaking cool that would be. I mean, really? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, there's just so much to. I mean, like the this one series of novels I read, it was set extremely far in the future where the aliens were actually finally weaponized. There's so much shit you could toy with. Right. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the the company storyline. You could do sort of a a movie kind of. Kind of based on that, um, did you see, um, I think it was the movie, I think Ridley Scott's, I think Brother did, uh, did you see Morgan? I haven't yet. Uh-uh. How was that? I liked it. Okay. I, the movie could have been called The Wayland Utani Files. It was almost like it could have been a story with them. Oh. Um, like it could have been a, a sub, like a, a an alien, you know, side story or something. It, oh, it was, wow. I liked it. Okay. It was nothing... Revolutionary, but it's a good, solid, simple sci-fi. Yeah, and that was basic. So it's basically like a, a company like Whalen Utani, um, and they create right. some clone. Right. Thing? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, type thing. Yeah, it was. It's worth watching once. I'm a sucker for that type of thing. So, um, yeah. I mean, there's just so much shit in the alien universe you could mm-hmm. toy with without needing to go back to the well of. Right. Of Ripley and um, yeah. you know and uh, David and which is fine. I love that stuff. I'll watch it all day. But do something new. Right. Yeah. There's so, a lot of stories that can be told. I in mean, this universe for sure. It's so, a huge universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's uh, what's the Hive story about? Um, you mentioned Alien Hive. 
Was that? Uh, oh yeah, that was. Well, no, I just I just meant in general. Like we haven't seen an actual hive in an alien movie. Oh, there's, an, there's an aliens hive comic book which wasn't which was pretty cool, but I just meant in general. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. My uh, fault. Didn't mean to. Uh, oh no, that's all right. <laughs> mix my words. Because I remember, I think I saw there's like a like you said, a comic book series or uh, Alien Hive. And I was yeah, there is. There is. I didn't realize as I said. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> um, <laughs> my fault. No, that's all right. Um, another one was uh, the Fire Fire and Stone. Have you Have you read those? Yeah. Oh. How are those? Good. Of? It got a little um batshit crazy towards the end. Oh, okay. Uh, but it it was it was good because what they did was is they went they instead of like in the sequel the what was it um the life and death where they kind of did they did you know Prometheus or no whatever they did the you know one four set of series and the other they alternated they would go like a Prometheus issue then like an alien issue mm-hmm. and then it was all over the place but it wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't bad. Okay. Um, yeah, and I remember, uh, I, I haven't re- you know, read them yet, unfortunately, but uh, I know uh, one of the one of the members on Wayne Lee Tawny mentioned that, I guess the engineers had some some sort of time travel technology um, mentioned in, in, those, uh, in those works, and I was uh, really surprised by that, you know? Um, I, yeah, that I, might have been, yeah, was at the end of the last... Um, comic book arc like the, he right, they were yeah. in the the ship they ended up somewhere and then he mentioned like we could be anywhere or any when I'm like oh boy <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> so uh, I don't know how that yeah. would work in Alien yeah introduced to uh, travel I mean it's definitely sci-fi series um and it was uh William Robbie posted uh some pictures of uh it was like a still of some buildings being built in blade runner 24 oh yes yeah. comparing it to uh <laughs> yeah you know, the um little pyramid sort of pyramid type thing in prometheus and it looked really similar and i was like um you know there's a lot there'd have to be some major time jumping you know going yeah on if that if there was any kind of connection yeah. but uh I don't know if uh, I'm I'm just kind of reaching now, but you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if time travel's necessary in the Alien franchise because then you right. can really fuck with stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, like going back to what you said, there's just a lot that a lot of stories yeah. to be told. A lot of and people can really get excited for. Um, but uh, I, you know, and I, I know um, people really want to move on from Ripley. I would really, I would love to see her again, at least one more time, you know, um, and then. Kind oh, of, yeah, I would never, I'm not, a, I wouldn't object to that. Right, Absolutely. Yeah. And then um, <clears throat> maybe kind of pass it on, pass the baton sort of to some, you know, someone new and, uh or Newt, you know, they could bring another actress, yeah. like, you know, Juno Temple or someone like that. They could, um, you know, play Newt and kind of carry things, you know, just sort, sort of like what they did with Star Wars, you know, The Force Awakens. I thought that worked really well, kind of having the old and then yeah. bringing these really interesting, compelling new characters to uh, kind of carry it on. And, uh, you know, I, really, I feel like the Alien series could really benefit from something like that. And so Yeah. I mean, the Force Awakens did characters so well, mm-hmm. and even I know it was, you know a lot of places it's a safe movie, but the 
the chemistry between the characters, uh, the way they're introduced, how interesting, interesting they are, were, I mean, you, especially after the prequel disappointments, it was just flawlessly done. Right. Oh, yeah. Because now you have half a dozen characters or so that are just, for a new generation, it was, it's something the Alien franchise would desperately need. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, it made almost a billion dollars just domestically. I mean, there's, <laughs> you know, it did something right. So, uh, Jesus, <laughs> which is just crazy. Um, but, uh, I mean, I know Fox is definitely not expecting something like that with, Alien, no. but, they can, but they can, you know, bring this franchise, you know, um, yeah, it's it's or, it's a hard R science fiction movie. Right, I mean, right. the the numbers are not going to be there for it. You, I mean, right. I'm sure you will, but you're not going to have you know parents bringing their their families with their little kids out to see a new alien movie. Yeah, usually, although you'd be surprised. Usually, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, it, those would be cool parents, mind you, but right, yeah, of course, yeah, the best yeah. parents. Yeah. You could dress them in little face huggers and little aliens run to the theater, you know, yeah. fun for all. <laughs> Seriously, so, um, but yeah, there's, there's, I think there's definitely a future for this franchise, and there, um, we may, there's some like joking memes on, you know, on I think our page and. I even contributed a little bit, totally knowing that I was to- I was going <laughs> over exaggerating, but just for kicks, you know. That's what are me. What are what else are memes for? The truth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Come on, it's 2017. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just I just went for it, whatever. But yeah, I just wanted to, uh, like, <laughs> you know, Neil, we were, you know, we made a bad decision and. You know, it, yeah, was, that was... it was wrong. It was wrong. It was like, <laughs> bad call. <laughs> the series yeah. is dead, Fox. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it, I mean, I, I really, it's not. It's not dead. They're, they're just no. thinking about what they want no. to do. So. Um, yeah, they, they just need to. There's just been too many cooks in the kitchen. I mean, Prometheus and Covenant would have been much better movies and experiences if they just stuck to one thing. Yeah. I mean, hell, maybe not everyone would have liked it, but if it just would have been a hard Prometheus 2, like a legit one, not like a Prometheus, you know, remix type thing, it probably would have been more received. Like, sure, Prometheus, people hate it, but at least this is what he wanted, this is what he did. It flopped more or less, but at least he stuck to something. Covenant was just kind of like, I really want to do this, but Fox wants to do this. The fans want this, but I think the fans want this, and you end up pleasing yeah, only a certain group of people, because certain people like this, certain like that, because you tried to please everybody, and that never works. Right. Because <laughs> at least if you would have done a regular Prometheus 2, maybe it would have sucked. Maybe it would have had the same reaction, but at least we could have gone, all right, this is what really wanted. It didn't work again. That's right, it. yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was obvious just um, from the movie that there was these conflicting desires going on i mean yeah you tell you know ridley did not want or care about having these creatures in the film um and it's just uh you know it just hurt the film i but i think what hurt hurt it most was um i just didn't feel like there's enough characters to you know care about in it um you know whereas with alien aliens even alien 3 you get some very well fleshed out characters that you can really care about and yes uh, Root for you know flawed characters and um, 
you know, with these films, I just wasn't, besides David, who wasn't even like a human character, it's just, uh, I didn't really, I wasn't that interested in any of them. Um, and uh, I didn't mind that, um, that you know, it, we were given uh, a film, or at least the advertisements made um, Daniel seem like she was going to be kind of the lead um the main person but it turned out to be david i didn't mind that i thought that was a fine like bait and switch yeah but uh yeah didn't mind that but uh as far as um but it still would have been good to have you know daniels or tennessee or someone like you know oh someone who's going to carry on um you know someone to root for in the franchise someone to care about you know, right um and i just didn't you know i don't care if she gets yeah. killed off at the beginning of the, the sequel if there is one i mean it's just uh it was disappointing um but uh but yeah i i think uh i mean you look at what fox did with war of the planet of the apes um that whole ape trilogy was just um just top notch i mean same studio and you wonder why they can't you know bring these exciting well-developed um, you know, stories to the Alien series, and uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> only thing I could see is that, that Fox just sees they see the alien like a, a mascot. Yeah, they see this is going to get your retweets. It's going to get us likes. It's gonna. I mean, they don't even care about the merchandise. I mean, the, the, all the third party stuff. They all the fans take care of that. They don't even care about the merchandise. They just see it as like a like a sports mascot. Right. Like here's a little alien dancing with the seventh inning stretch. Here's a little here's a little chest presser to halftime. They don't. Yeah. It's just like this is what they see. Like Alien Covenant would have been smoother had they just left that xenomorph completely. Just did the just did the neomorph. Would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Not fine, but it would have been a smoother. More their experiences, they're like, yeah, just, just put that guy in there. It was just, it was forced. Yeah, I mean, it's still, it's, it had its cool moments where it looked cooler, a couple of cool kill here and there, but it wasn't, you could tell it was just like, here you go, really put him in there, come on, come on, sell some t-shirts, come on, come on, sell some jerseys. It's like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. We need to, we need to gift this up a bit, meme it up a bit. Come on, let's go, let's go. I mean, it's clear he didn't want it. So why make him do it? Yeah, I mean, um, if you're going to give someone, if you're going to trust someone with the director's chair, I mean, just put your, put all your trust in them and yeah. hope that uh, yeah. he gets it right. And, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, with Prometheus, they, you know, they, I guess they probably did that more with, with Prometheus and they felt, uh, I don't know, for, for some reason I was, you know, I was seeing this, you know, response from from Fox, or maybe it was more like behind the scenes stuff that they thought one of the biggest issues with Prometheus was that there weren't enough creatures or Xenos in it, and uh, I didn't think that was no even close to one of the biggest issues. <laughs> no. with it. So I, um, you know, and they kind of wanted ended up shoehorning in these things. Um, yeah, and having a director that. You know, you do that too. I mean, automatically, there's he's going to have a little bit less interest in just the overall, yeah. Um, you know, overall film he's trying to direct. Um, and what you, <laughs> you have no one who's happy. I mean, why would you? Right. Yeah. So, 
I mean, you look at uh, Matt Matt Reeves who directed all the Apes prequels. I mean, they they let they gave him the the mantle, said here you go, and he mm-hmm. trusted him, and look what they got. You know, just three you know very very excellent films. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know if the if they do do a sequel, if they still approach Ridley again, and say hey, you know, uh, I guess we. Probably shouldn't have had you shoehorn in these creatures. Maybe yeah, <laughs> we trust you again, or if they're just gonna say we need just need someone completely new and fresh. Um, I don't know, but yeah, um, but yeah, I'll be really interested. To I know people have already been discussing it, but of course, even more. You know, from everyone listening, um, you know, what, what I would love to hear where where would you like this series to go, and where do you um. You know what? What's the future of the franchise hold? And uh, yeah, um, and hopefully, you know, Fox is listening um, and uh, kind of, you know, listening to our ideas and, and ideas from the fan community and what we're thinking and you know, um, taking that to heart. And uh, yeah, and I, I I still trust Fox to do you know the what's best. I mean this. This is a you know this is a big franchise for them and it's a tentpole franchise and I think um, you know they they obviously want it to be I, I would hope they'd want it to be really su- successful again and yeah I would hope so I'm sure they're sick of hearing all this negative uh, <laughs> yeah yeah negative exactly. press yeah so because um, once that movie hit the states woo yeah exactly man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess it did better overseas, um, uh, but uh, yeah, here it just really—I don't think it even made its production budget back. Um, yeah, here in the states, not that even if it did match it, that's still—I mean, that's there's so many other costs and stuff. You know, it would have to make quite a bit more. I think overall it made 232 million um, on a, like a 97 million dollar budget. Which is uh, which ends up being a loss for them because you know a big you know franchise like that um, with so many costs advertising and marketing especially um, you know you're looking at probably close to three times the production budget just to break even um, as opposed to like a small you know romantic comedy or whatever you know then yeah then exactly. that was more like a two to one thing but. Um, I started having a feeling that was going to happen when I went to the first showing and there was nobody there. Yeah, and then I went and then I went to the showing in the city in Manhattan. I reserved the seat and everything. And then I'm like, where is everybody? And I remember saying, too, they had such an onslaught of marketing. I'm like, this sometimes isn't a good sign because it was just in your face. Right. The marketing, and sometimes when that happens, it's like the studio knows this isn't going to uh, be as successful as they want. So they just throw everything out there, and I'm like, um, yeah, I have a bad feeling about this. I mean, I still enjoyed it, but I had a feeling after I went that first week, and I'm like, oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me and uh, I mean, Jamie and I went. I think um, I think it, the the theater was decently f- filled, but not. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, 
there wasn't it it wasn't the vibe I was hoping for when I got there. No. Um, no. And uh yeah, there just wasn't <laughs> a lot of excitement for this movie and nope. um, they need something to make you know fans not only the diehard ones like us but like the the casual fans and just yes. movie goers in general something that's going to make them excited again and um, yeah. yeah and not, not to, to go off another, another tangent, tangent but with movies like this, this when it comes, comes to advertised marketing, marketing less is more, more. yeah because those fucking trailers <laughs> like i'm watching the movie and i heard it on um another uh uh, uh, podcast, podcast. Yeah. which a lot of it ties later. Like, instead of waiting for the, the part in the movie, I'm like, oh, here comes a part in the trailer I remember. I'm like, what? No, why am I doing that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like, it's like, it's a thriller. Yeah, yeah. It's a thriller, it's a horror, it's suspense. Why are you giving away in the trailer? Yeah. Here's the best 15-minute sequence in the movie. Yeah. And we're showing it, why? you know. Why are you showing the neomorphs and the aliens yeah. in, in, in the books and in the trailers? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <sighs> um, but, yeah, even you know, with all that, I, they they have a knack for getting them, doing the marketing. Because, I, I mean, it got me excited to be I, – I didn't watch that 14-minute um, oh, yeah. sequence because I, I didn't want to – to be that spoiled yeah to I, it, I, so I regret doing that <laughs> i should have <laughs> walked out <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah i just uh they they know how to you know build up uh at least for the diehard fans how to build up excitement but uh but they need a but this franchise is you know yeah. um, built on mystery i think and you know i think yeah. that, i think that helps with the marketing too just uh I mean, you look at the advertise. I mean, this is way back, you know, obviously late '70s. But you know, the trailer for the original Alien. I mean, they didn't give anything away in oh. that movie. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's uh, and I don't think Aliens either. I mean, it's just there was a lot of uh, you know, a lot of surprises and things. And um, but it, oh, you know, even with all that, the reviews when they initially came out were pretty pretty solid overall. And like yeah. I remember when uh, yeah. yeah. I think you or Jamie or Michael kind of you know posted, showed um, showed me and um, or showed all of us the the tweets from (laughs) professional reviewers and I was like wow this movie's like getting great reviews I'm really I'm getting really excited about it and uh, yeah um, so yeah that didn't end up you know panning out for at least for me. (laughs) But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but anyways, you know, so moving on from that, um, there is the, uh, the DVD Blu-ray coming out, um, in, I want to say three weeks. It's if August 16th and digital August 1st. Oh, August 1st. Okay. So you could get it, you can have it next week, technically. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, so I was kind of on the fence about it. I'll probably end up buying it, um, you know. Yeah, I got it. Um, I, I, I own them all. I don't know. Yeah, no shame. yeah. No shame. So, <laughs> yeah, no shame. Um, but, uh, there are multiple versions to choose from. Yeah, exactly. That's... So, Oh, they are, are they are releasing different versions. On yeah, Best Buy has the Steelbook, 
Um, Target has the creature art book. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, Walmart has the T-shirt, which I don't know if you watch any of the Alien Day livecast. The it has the winner of the art contest. He got his shirt. The only way to get it is uh, through pre-order through Walmart. Oh, okay. And, yeah, which is what I did. This what you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice, man. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, they give you the code for the digital movie, which you could then redeem next week. So you're welcome, Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shop at like Walmart. The, yeah. <laughs> Look at the screen, smile. Yeah. Um, Thanks for the money, like, Walmart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the art book I was tempted to get. I already own the other art books. I don't know if it's gonna be the same stuff. You can't get enough Dane Hallett drawings. Uh, another shameless plug. Um, but. The steel book is cool too, but I want the goddamn shirt, so that's the one I'm getting. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. I should. Uh, I was probably gonna go to. Usually, I go to Best Buy or just go on Amazon or something. But maybe. I'll yeah. Try, yeah. Yeah. Turn to Walmart, which I try to avoid like the plague. But, yeah, you me, know, for something like that. Me too. <laughs> but I saw a shirt. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> fine. So, yeah. I could twist my arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fine. But uh, do you know what all like the features are on the? I haven't really looked into the features. Um, there's of course the deleted and extended scenes, commentary. Um, there's I uh, know a big behind the scenes behind the not scenes. This isn't a knitting class. Behind the scenes stuff um, about the movie. It doesn't seem as loaded as a Prometheus Blu-ray, which is a bit of a disappointment. I think I remember. Aaron Percival saying that's a different company. I don't know if they're trying to rush it out there to try to get some money back. Um, it still looks good, with just for the deleted scenes and all the featurettes. You know, you'll have a collection of all the advertising on it, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and I'm a sucker for those behind-the-scenes um, features with the makeup and what went into the process and why they changed this. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Alien um, box set I got had just, I mean, honestly, it's one of the most, inter- like, interesting and enjoyable behind-the-scenes series. Oh, yeah. Um, for all four films, I was just, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Just, yeah, I was yeah. just so, totally engrossed. Um, and uh, <laughs> engrossed and uh, just, like, you know, captivated by, like, these stories and especially the Alien 3 one. Oh, my gosh. I was just, like, <laughs> um, you know, the whole thing when... Uh, What's his name? Um, Ward, uh, something Ward, who wrote, Vincent Ward. Who, uh, oh, Vincent Ward, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he, you know, gave his whole, talked about his whole story, and they were showing, like, the storyboards <clears throat> while he was talking about it. I was just, like, captivated, like, oh, my gosh, it's so interesting, like, how much, and how much they yeah, changed it from. What I found interesting, interesting about that, too, was another um, guy who was behind Alien 3. I always mispronounce the last name. What's it? David Tuway? I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Yeah, yeah. He had a little draft of it, and then from what I read, he took some of those ideas and went, "You know what? I'm going to turn that into pitch black," which I love. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because there was something with um, prisoners and then plotting off the alien creatures, and then when I, you know, I found that out after I watched Pitch Black, I went, "Now a lot makes sense." Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I knew he directed it, but. I forgot about yeah. that connection. So. He had a very brief, um, like the Alien 3, you could do a movie based on the movie that, movies that weren't made about the movies, it's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah. Um, yeah, and I wish there was something like that for Covenant. Maybe down the road they'll have something that yeah. really says more, <laughs> more features and stuff. But uh, I, I'm kind of interested to see the deleted scenes and extended scenes. Um, and uh, hopefully the the nameless, um, you know, fan who made the uh, work print. Yeah. <laughs> this will make a work print of uh, Covenant as long as Yeah, it's that's what I'm hoping as well. Yeah. I, I don't uh, understand why Ridley won't. I mean, he allowed it, eventually allowed it for Alien. There's a Martian um, extended cut out there. So what's your problem with Prometheus and Alien Covenant? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know we're going to buy it. Yeah, I know. Just just do it, Ridley. You know we're going to buy it. Hook <laughs> us up. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag shut up and take my money. You release a whatever it is, a two and a half special edition of Prometheus with... Uh, whatever the hell else you want. Okay, here you go. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how, I don't how much control he has over, like, what they put on the Blu-rays and DVDs. Yeah, but... I, I don't know either. Yeah. But, um, anyways, yeah, so that's coming out August, or so digital August 1st, and then DVD, Blu-ray August 16th. Yes. Um, at least here in the States. I don't know about yes. overseas, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think um, after some thinking about it, I'll, I'll definitely add that to my collection. And there you go. Um, but uh, and also, uh, I think you you want to give a couple, some shout outs to some uh, yes, uh, yes, yes, blogs, right? Yeah, I want to continue on building better worlds is one of the uh, my missions when I first started getting into this um, into this fandom. Because back when I was in, I think it was college, was it that long ago? Yeah, let's say college. There was this alien ring with, um, man, websites I can't even remember. I remember Whaling Newton, uh, with, um, alien, avpgalaxy.net. There was this, you'd click a little button on the side and you'd have this connection to all these sites. And I'd love to see the community get back to that. So this is kind of my little attempt at it. But, um, three, three specific ones I want to bring up today. Um, Nostromo Files first, because they were one of the first ones to welcome me into the uh, into the family. It's a it's a blog dedicated to stuff with just the Nostromo. So if you're a huge fan of the ship or anything with it, definitely check him out. He does timelines of like when Kane was born, when Ripley got promoted, um, all sorts of little stuff. It's really really detail oriented. Anything you'd ever want to know about the ship, definitely check out the Nostromo Files. It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and this is a site you guys beat me to the punch um, at the Alien Minute podcast. I know you, Aaron, and um, Jamie all brought it up. I stumbled on them, uh, I think it was last year, with the Alien Minute podcast. It's really cool. I mean, they bring up stuff I never even would have thought of when you go minute by minute. Um, really, really cool. Though I don't quite agree with their assessment of Alien 3, I highly recommend subscribing to the Alien podcast. They're awesome. Okay. I mean, um, yeah. just you never think what little detail goes into each little um, each little scene. Really, really educational. Oh, cool. And um, <clears throat> the last one is probably one of my favorites, uh, Strange Shapes. Um, they, the articles they have on the franchise are – they're one of the ones I try to come close to emulating, just so detailed, so well researched. They will do stuff from um, like the – Alien biology itself to 
the engineers to they do behind the behind the scenes stuff with um, even like the New Yorker cartoons. It's really, really good, intense, in-depth reading. It's done like a I don't know how to explain it, like um like a real research um I'll say lab, but it's yeah. It's good. It's different than the other blogs out there which are just reporting on the news. It's actual good as I like to say, good tasty morsels to uh to dig into. So if yeah. And you haven't already, check out Nostromo Files, the Alien Minute Podcast, and the Strange Shapes blog. A-plus uh, Alien Entertainment. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for that. And also, um, yeah. xenomorphine.com. Um, of course. Dave's. The new kid on the block. Yeah, yeah. So definitely check that out. Post yeah. My name, my name might be David, but you can trust me, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Although if he if he wants to show you how to play the flute, you know, just don't <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, cool, man. I think that I think that about wraps it up for us. Yeah, so, I think so. Uh, cool. Well, thanks a lot, everyone, for listening, and uh, hope to be back soon. And um, yeah, take care. Thanks. Yep. yep. Signing off. Take care, guys. And Captain Dallas are dead. Cargo and ship destroyed. I should reach the frontier in about six weeks. With a little luck, the network will pick me up. This is Ripley, last survivor of the Nostromo. Signing off.